Welcome to another episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we're absolutely sure, we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. Wow. Wow. Guys, we're doing a musical number uh, this year, apparently. Um, Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Kelsey Dara, and this week's guest, this week's guest is someone who I love, who I cherish, who I think is amazing, who is very smart, who lets me fart around him, my boyfriend, partner, Jared, Capslap, Le DJ Lucas. (laughs) Welcome back to the pod. This is like your third time on the podcast. You just can't get enough, can you? I love it. Love it out here. (laughs) Love it out here in the (laughs) living room that we live in together. It's a hit out here, yeah. Oh my God, you guys asked, I put out a call on social media asking, what do you want some episodes of this year now that it is 2020? I don't know if I'm releasing this episode first or the host throughout history with Jasmine, but if this is the first episode, happy motherfucking new year. If it's not, if it's the second episode, well, happy middle of January. What a special month. Lots of, lots of stuff happening, uh, towards the middle end of January. Lots of people, uh, finally over the trauma of the holidays, uh, lots of people giving up on their resolutions. Mm. Speaking of resolutions, we're going to talk about those uh, on the podcast today. But what we're here for, what the main advice, what the main subject of this episode, you guys asked for it. We're here to tell it about moving in with your significant other. That's me. <laughs> My significant <laughs> other who now... Lives, coexists, co-resides. Cohabitates. With me. Uh, you know, most episodes we do, I like to bring an expert on here. We try and learn a little something. You know, I like to uh, bring people on to talk subjects that I don't really know a lot about. And then hopefully by the end of an hour, we've all been educated a little bit. This is not that episode. We have no fucking clue what we're talking about. Nope. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, we've only been living together a month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Has yep. it gone fast or slow? I don't know. Like fast, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A month we've been together, le- living together. It's now. hard to say, actually. I don't know. Uh, so, listen, we're just going to speak from our experience. We don't really, we're not doctors. We're just two lovers who have an interesting, progressive, unusual relationship who live in Los Angeles, one of the most expensive cities to live in, who have Yeesh. decided. To do it, to fucking just do it, baby. Hey, uh, so Jared, let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about like how this happened in your mind, (laughs) (laughs) in your humble opinion. What's your take on how this even conversation started? Okay, uh, well, I know the we had our first ideas about, um, money that kind of came around it was floating like oh it's getting a little expensive but I don't think that was really the real reason I wanted to kind of move in with you Mm -hmm. overall I think the next stage of a relationship is somewhere where you can actually get to know the person a really more intimate level and Mm -hmm. I I think I had kind of you don't think like licking each other's buttholes is considered (laughs) us intimate like how close are we getting okay yeah um but 
before when I had my own space, I had kind of a uh, an exit plan, an exit strategy of like if anything went wrong, I could always just go back to my house, you know. Yeah, like if we fought or if your farts were too stinky, Any, yep, you stinky farts. At home. Yep, yep. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of fart talk on this episode. Gotta love the farts. Uh, you know, yeah, I I, I kind of looked into my own attachment styles and kind of my my. Whoa. Own, yeah. I, I thought we weren't gonna go deep on this episode. I thought you just said I mean, self insemination. Oh, that would be. Hard to do? I don't know. Can you plug your dick into your own butthole? That's a little tough. Have you ever tried? I haven't. It's hard because when it gets hard, you kind of... Okay, but what about soft? Have you ever tried to do it soft? It would just be stretchy and kind of stretch its way in there. I've never tried. I think we should look into that after. The balls would get in the way. I guess he's moving around. We have some construction (laughs) to do. Um, We should also mention that you previously lived one block south and two blocks east east of yep. me so whatever math that comes out to you were basically my neighbor it was so close i could see your roof from my roof i could walk right there it was great it really was like we already spent so much time together because i think a lot of relationships especially in los angeles which is like such an urban sprawl of location it's really hard to maintain a relationship when like one person always feels like they're driving through one way you have to deal with morning traffic it's like whose stuff is where like oh shit did I forget my thing over there I got to take a dog out but like when we're neighbors it was so fucking easy yeah like we share a Tesla so it's like if I just had to go over there to pick it up to because that's where the charger is no big fucking deal that was like a two-minute walk to add to my day like it never felt like being at your place or at my place is ever out of the way or an issue. Like yep. I feel like we were super lucky in that it wasn't as drastic as a change yeah. as most people. And it also, I think it, it, it kind of continued the, the, like it made it so that we didn't want to move in uh, sooner. I almost think because it was like, at least for me, it was like, I, I use that as an excuse of like, oh, I'm so close. We're basically living oh, together. Oh, we would say that all the time. We'd yeah. be like, we never need to move in together. We're na- yeah. Why would we ever move in together? We're neighbors. Yep. But, but it, it was a good thing for me. I, I really, I you really You talk about attachment that. style. That was like such an interesting word. I don't yeah. think most people have even heard of attachment styles. Do you want to extrapolate? Sure. Yeah. Uh, there are, according to a book uh, called Attached, you guys should <laughs> check it out. It's amazing. It's a great book. Uh, there are three main attachment styles. There's uh, secure, avoidant, and... Uh, anxious? Anxious. That's right. Yes. And mo- uh, everyone has an attachment style, which is like how they have relationships yeah they're they're like their go-to thing like when the going gets tough what do they revert to or you know so for me mine was avoidant in that whenever there is any kind of issue coming up I would just retreat and I would Mm -hmm. kind of like want to have my own space and make any kind of excuse up in my own head of like oh this this is wrong because of x y and z And, and I wouldn't you know so that this next step of moving in together was a huge one for me. For you, it was like, fuck it. I mean, for both of us, what neither of us had lived with a significant other before in our lives. Yeah. Like, we, I, that, I, I never even got close to that kind yep. of conversation Not with even people. Close. Like, n- never. But with you, it was like, I feel like we started the conversation about not necessarily you moving into my place because I don't think that ever was the plan. 
that literally was never the plan was yeah, for you to move no, this in. This was a complete wild card. That was <laughs> like, we always imagined getting our own place. So I feel like the idea of like, well, when we have a place, we would do this or like, Oh, when we get a place, we have to have a bathtub or like, you know, we would talk right. about it just naturally over the course of like the last year or so. Like, I feel like once we decided we were going to be, uh, mates for <laughs> life mates. that this just was like per natural yeah so as jared mentioned mentioned the wild card though was we went out and we were looking at places together and nothing felt right la is stupid expensive i mean the average like median cost that people make here is fifty eight thousand dollars a year in a dual income household which like is like 29 per person, which means when you look at what the average cost to comfortably live here is over, over 70,000, it makes you wonder how the fuck anyone affords anything. And for us, the search just felt stupid. Yeah. It just felt stupid. We're like, what are we doing? I have such a great place that has amazing space that you basically already spend in. And you're a tall, you're a tall boy. Right. I'm a tall girl. And for us to both be comfortable in my bedroom, which is a two story bedroom, if you can imagine, it's not, it's two stories tall. Like the the ceiling is so tall. It's like 20 something feet. And it just, it just didn't make fucking sense to try and start anew. And you were paying basically do, should we say how much you were paying? Do we care? Sure. Yeah, I don't care. Fine. Uh, sixteen fifty. You month. were paying sixteen fifty to basically go to your house as like a workspace, right? Which, if you look at that as like a WeWork, that's an expensive WeWork. It's very. That's expensive like twenty thousand or over twenty thousand a year to work essentially. And for me, I pay seventeen fifty. And I have a lot more space and only one roommate. And so basically, like mathematically, it was like if you move in, we will chop our both of our rents in half. Yeah. But like Jared said, I don't think money was like the key reason, but I think it definitely helped. It definitely it definitely, um, you know, it's it was it was on the radar. But um, I think it took a lot for me to kind of overcome looking at it like that and then understanding when you're moving in with someone like this is like the next step and <laughs> just give me like a stomach ache <laughs> thinking about it we both don't like commitment yeah i mean we we have our 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 you know issues from our from our whole lives that's yeah. led up to where we are but um this is the like this was something that over a lot of time was it it came together and finally made sense yeah, and I, so the way we did it maybe was not the best, most <laughs> ideal way. Basically, like, we agreed Jared was going to be out of his place by the new year. Because, like, start fresh, January 1st, fresh, funky, fun, 2020, love. Mm. And you went out of town most of December for a writing retreat. Because you're a producer, famous DJ. Huh. <laughs> And when you were gone, I thought it would be like a good idea to surprise you by moving everything in for you. And it's not like I surprised him. Like he didn't fucking know. I, the plan was like you were going to be living here when you came back from your retreat. But like I, I was under the impression that I would get back to like 
the studio, like a couple panels being put up on the studio, kind of like yeah. some foam there. He was not anticipating literally me to have uh, reconstructed an entire room and built in uh, an entire new war we spent i spent some money (laughs) and i basically redid an entire room for him which you guys will get to see a video about i built you a music studio i surprised you by turning what used to be the cat litter room into a music studio and then i took our bedroom and i wasn't gonna there was no way we could share a closet because like homegirl hello hello um, so I built, I got Ikea built in these like custom big, I mean, it totally changed the room. What, what was built it in there makes it way, way, way better. More and then yeah. it became your closet space. And I moved over the course of 10 days. I got back on Adderall and I, <laughs> it was my first 10 days on Adderall and I literally could not stop sweating and just decided, well, if I'm going to be sweating this much, I might as well do something. And I moved literally like down to your cotton balls into my place everything was was moved and in my head i'm like this is great he like is stressed out over the idea of having you kept always saying like the one you were like i just don't want to have to deal with like getting a truck a (laughs) u-haul i just don't have to deal with getting a u-haul and i was like wow look at me we don't even have to get you all i carried everything from one block to the next and I thought I was doing like a wonderful favor for you. But it turned out that maybe in hindsight, if we could do it over again, that we would have like planned where everything went together. Yeah. Looking back, the 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 whole my reluctance on doing things because of like a U-Haul or something like that. That's all my avoidant attachment style. <laughs> Just being like, let's what find some type of, of way to like get out of here. And when I actually arrived and everything was moved... That you was, panicked a little. Yeah, it was definitely like as 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 many massive strides as I've made consciously and you know as a, as a boyfriend and a, and a, a person, I still had an immediate emotional reaction realizing that none of my stuff was at my house anymore. <laughs> And, and everything like, was here and see? I had no input on that. I was like, <laughs> look at all this I did for you and he was like like oh my god like (laughs) kind of freaked out but now that it's been a month you have to admit like the way i was thinking about it too was if you're gonna come in here which was not always the plan that me being a control freak that i am and a and a and a clean freak i know you're not i'm gonna set it up in a way that marie kondo would be proud of and that like You'll come home and everything will just be fresh, organized, beautifully done. And like it would be like a a masterpiece. Like I thought I was giving you like the Michelangelo of room makeovers. And again, like in hindsight, probably would have been like, hey, what's important to you? But also, (laughs) but also kind of not. Like also, I'm so proud of what I did. Like I kind of am selfishly like, I did an amazing job. <laughs> the room looks incredible. Your shit is beautifully. She did an amazing job. I mean, job. I yes. fucking got like dividers that you have a space for your like sunglasses and your watches and your shoes are all on racks and your clothes are divided by color and winter season. And like, I 
feel so I'm sorry that I did not include you, but I'm not sorry for what a wonderful job I did. You did. And I will say you did a great job. And I don't know how much more different it would be if I had a say in it. <laughs> but Why? If I did have a say in it, it might have helped my process of oh, yeah. getting to That's exactly what be accustomed to this process. living space. Because yeah. instead it's, it was like. It's like, hey, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're here now. So yeah. this is how you do things. And mm -hmm. it's like I kind of felt a little bit like. Whoops. not really having any agency in the situation yeah so. and i think that also just comes down to two that like we also already knew things about each other that living together we didn't really like we had different ways of doing things right yeah. like jared's very much like the come home throw things down get right to the computer and like function and get all the things out that you need to get out of your head that you've been like thinking about while you've been away where i'm like i have to unpack my entire suitcase and put everything away where it's supposed to go before I can even like take off my shoes. Right. And so we knew that that was going to be like, I knew with you moving in that I was taking on the load of cleaning laundry. Like I, I knew that I wasn't like, Oh, he left his towel on the ground. God, now I'm going to be passive aggressive about it. like I knew that you leave your towels on the ground and that's okay I'm not mad about it I have a choice I can be like angry or I can pick it up and I'm do already I leave my towels on the ground I don't think not I do. only do you leave your towel you you ball up wet towels and you put them on the bed maybe I take off the towel on the bed and I forget to hang it up you leave wet towels on the bed Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that's insane. I just think that's it. But again, like that's uh, how you function. And again, like I had a choice to either be like, try and change this thing about you or just also like, I have to put my towels away anyway. So why not just also pick up yours? Like it, it didn't feel like I was adding housework by you moving in. Like I'm happy to make things clean and proper. And like that gives me peace of mind. It's good. Yeah. Um, okay. So now that we've talked about the contentious stuff, <laughs> what did your friends think about us moving in together? I think they, they knew it was coming. And yeah. they, they, it was like a pretty like, it wasn't like, oh, wow, that's so surprising. It's like yeah. we spent so much time together. Because at that point, we've been together two years. So it's like yeah. not shocking. I think my friends already thought we lived together. Yeah. So many True. people thought we lived together. And so many listeners, when I announced on my Instagram that you had officially moved in, People are like, oh, congrats. I didn't totally that. already thought you lived together, but like, <laughs> yay. Yeah. But I think it was a really big deal because, again, like we both had never lived with others before. True. Um, la, 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 la. What fears did you have about moving in? Oh, man. What fears did I have or do I have still? Ooh, you it's know? fresh. Hot off the gate. Who knows? Um, I think the biggest fear overall when I first was moving in with someone else is like how, how the way I do things will affect them. Whoa. I thought you weren't going to get deep. I thought this was going to be like fun. It's really hard for me like not to do deep. Oh, okay. Know. My fears were that like I was going to have to have your farts now all the time. Oh, the farts. Yeah, yeah dude. Your farts are like I do. weapons. I, I have some pretty, pretty heavy farts. But now I fart back. Oh. You know what I mean? True. I'm not afraid either. She knows her, her weapons. Yeah. I know my, my strength. Yeah. Um, 
I think my fear of, about you moving in was genuinely it had nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It was like I have lived on my own and done everything on my own and very misindependent my whole mm-hmm. life. And like in a weird way, I was like, shit, by him moving in, does that mean now like people really take us seriously? Like <laughs> we're really like a couple now. Mm. And that freaked me out because I'm so used to being misindependent single ladies. True. But yeah, I got a little scaredy. That's scaredy true. That, that's a very reasonable thing to be afraid of. I mean, yeah. that's like your identity that's mm-hmm. getting completely shifted totally. to something else. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm all the same kind of avoidant fear. There's infinite fears that came up, but a lot of them... I can kind of see through them and say, like, this is just my defense mechanisms. Like, there's no real solid reason for me to be afraid of these things. But I also, like, definitely feared that I was like, are we just doing this? Because, like, society expects us, like, this is, like, the next thing to check off the list. Because that doesn't feel genuine. I don't know. I I like sharing my space with you. That's really nice. Yeah. I've found it, like, really nice that, like, as, like being able to come home, having my own little time, my own little space, but then like checking in on you and like popping yeah. in and saying, what's up? How are you just doing? being able to like kiss you. Yeah. Whenever I want really, truly now. It's cool. Yeah. I think the, the biggest struggle thus far has been sleep mm. for me just because you, uh, you have no problem falling asleep. I'm pretty good at sleep right now. With yeah. how you've traveled your whole life. What I've learned about you is like, if you're on an airplane and you're supposed to go to sleep, you go to sleep and you sleep until we sleep get there and you wake up. Yep. And I'm like, what? I can't relate. And so you have no problem falling asleep and staying asleep. And I have always struggled with sleep. And you're a big boy. You're big, you're big, big, tall man. I don't take up much space, though. You don't. Bed. No, we have a king. We used to have a Cali king, but we realized we'd rather have more space apart than long ways. She starfishes. I starfish. And so that's been my biggest struggle, I think. Um, I put down like what are the good things you think you bring to living with a significant a significant other what are the bad things so i'll go first with the good things okay i think i'm really good at cleaning and making the home feel comfy and like personal and like leaving treats around the house for you oh. and keeping the cat bo- box clean and um uh, you know, not watching shows without you. Yeah. True. I could just watch my 90 day fiance when you're not around. I think, yeah, those are my pros. What are your pros? Uh, I think I'm probably, I, I like to think I add value to like the things that you do during the day <laughs> sometimes. Like I can be there for you when you need help or questions. Um, I'm not super, helpful in terms of cleaning up around like physical things in the house but that's a con this is our only pros oh yeah you're tall you can get things that i, I can't can grab reach. things yeah true um you've been able to help fix some stuff a little bit true use my engineering background yes you are an out. engineer yeah uh how about cons okay i think my cons are obviously i'm a little bit controlling uh so it's hard for me to let go of control of things but i feel like i give you your space yeah, you're very good with that. Uh, yeah, I don't want to like be around you all the time. Like, I have my office, you have your office. It's nice to be apart. You know, we like go to our separate spaces and then we come together when we need to. Yeah. Uh, I think a con is I have a lot of stuff. 
Mm. I have a lot of stuff. I'm going to add that to a pro for me and that I don't have a lot of stuff. You can't steal my answer. <laughs> I'm just going to kind of just, just use that and Okay, fair. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think a con is that I have a lot of stuff and that um, I take not enough showers for how close we are all the time together. I could probably shower more. Do I stink? I mean, not really. Okay. But okay. I mean, showers are great. Okay. Like what are your cons? I would say I'm incredibly forgetful. Mm. Uh, if I don't have it in my calendar or it's being immediately asked of me, it's like very, my memory is just shot for some yeah. reason. And I don't know if that's just how I am or if I can work on that, but yeah. even like working out, I'll be in a middle of like a three workout set of just like curls, pushes, then lunges, whatever. By the end of it, I have to look on the board again to remember <laughs> what I was doing. Yeah. Just, it, it, it's wild to me how yeah. bad it is. I think though, Short like time. you're really good at taking out the garbage because I fucking hate that. I do that is that. the one thing I will not fucking do and I hate it. I do it all the time. But I, you, you also set it outside the door. Yes. And then don't take it out. <laughs> I will take it out when I go out. <laughs> the neighbor has definitely it's taken there. out our trash a few I've times. I've taken the neighbors out. Yes, fair. I'm it's uh, Yes, karma. Um, <laughs> can I say say a con about you? Sure. That I was nervous about when you moved in? Okay. Jared Lucas. Farts. Probably right. No, but close. Uh-oh. Oh, we go in there. Okay. The fucking skid marks. <laughs> I drop the deuces. <laughs> Jared <laughs> has never used the toilet without leaving skid marks. Okay. Even if you pee, somehow there's skid marks. Every time I've gone in there, it is like, how does your shit hit parts of the toilet bowl that I, I can't even see with my naked eye? It's like, how does it reach it? When you're dropping a deuce, what is the journey that your sitting positions must take for your shit to somehow hit always hits the side all the driest parts of the toilet yeah i think it might be my hips in that my <laughs> hips are off so it comes out at an angle a little bit and just kind of yeah, hits off the side it is the same side too it's always the same side yeah it's just uh, my ski accident it just fucked me up man oh my god like rough i this happened at your old house too, mm -hmm. where there's also really low water level in LA. I mean, this but is, not in the, my toilet. It's like a very small. Yeah, that's true. I guess your toilet's fine. But like, I don't know why it keeps doing that, dude. I don't know, but it's insane that you cannot drop a deuce without like. And we're not just talking about like, oh, someone obviously took mm -hmm. a poop. It is like you leave a signature, like you brand the toilet. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a picture in there that I'm missing. Like you're leaving the Mona Lisa every time you drop a juice. It is wild. It's funny too because I'll use the 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 cleaning thing as well for the big ones, so you don't even see the ones oh. that. We're oh really God. bad. <laughs> so kind of you yeah. to do what you can. Can I do a con? Yes. You never wash your hands. No, I don't. It's really bothering me. I. It, it, we talked about this, but I, yeah. I really don't think my pussy and my asshole are that dirty. 
And no, when no, I'm, I, sa- I'm saying like after you take a shit and wipe yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. where my fingers go. We've had this conversation. I know, and then they go on my face. And they they, they go just, on my face. Yeah, because you like touch to me all the pimples. time, and you pick. You wonder why I don't like but, your hands near my eyeballs. But can I say when I wipe, I have a strategy where I don't we get anything on. Strategies. I don't. I don't get poop particles on me. Yeah, but just it's there's not a lot of leeway between a couple plies of toilet paper and poop coming out of your yes, butt. Yes, huh? I fold multiple times. I've never been a it's big hand washer. I don't know where hands. in my life someone didn't teach me that it's important to wash your hands, but I just, I don't. I mean, it, it gets the germs, which is good, I guess, but it's... I, can we can we put in hand sanitizer pump? Is it that much harder to... Yes. That, to that dry your hand? I would is it drying your hands do. is an issue? both being wet you know dirty water is a pet peeve of mine oh wow and that that's really interesting to me because the dirty water is a pet peeve yet dirty hands are are not if we put in an antibacterial just like pump maybe even i'd be happy with the wall great good compromise great that's why we're partners (laughs) um okay uh so how do you think living together will affect our open relationship i will answer first and i will say i don't think it will at all Mm -hmm. uh i don't think it will at all no okay i would say probably make it easier because we have more more time to be together be together swiping the the bumble swiping and kind of just hanging and i think like if there was ever going to be a sitch where you're doing something without me like it would be because i'm out of town or like you know what i mean like i'm not gonna like not come home because you're here with someone or like i would like sit in the corner with my binoculars like a creepy (laughs) but i just yeah like i think it would either be you're somewhere or i'm somewhere like i just don't think that would happen where it's like now you don't have a place to go yeah yeah um okay i want to also talk about uh masturbating what's that Mm. been like living together (laughs) You know this. This can go into our uh, resolutions as well, pretty easily. Oh? But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm actually trying to uh, cut down on all vices. You uh, think jerking it was extreme, a vice? Extreme things like porn, like jerking mm. it with porn, mm. uh, drinking. That's yeah. We, out. We're uh, we're like two something. I'm going sober. primarily plant based. Trying to. <laughs> We're it's trying. a little tough. Yeah. We're, we're, it's kind of like a slow ramp up in yeah. the year. Yeah. Uh, and working out. And I figure yeah. those things, those four things, would be like, you know, you, you, you knock knock one at, one at a time, but those things are going to be my resolution of trying to yeah. be uh, a more full person with less. Full with more full of cum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would like to come <laughs> back to the resolutions part, but uh, I'll say for uh, me, it, it definitely is weirder because my uh, self alone time was first thing in the morning or last thing before I go to bed. And now you're there for all of those times. It's true. And so now it's been like kind of. I, I think gotta, I walked in on you like twice, right? Yeah. Or just like right after. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like right when it came. Yeah. yeah. And like we have each other's location on our cell phone. Do you ever use that? No, uh, no. Apparently, you do. Wait, you don't use it? No. You don't know that we have our locations on? I mean, like, I forgot. Well, I use it for the car. I do. I just look at the car. No, but like, then I will if I don't know if it's you or Gazo that has it. Do you just find my friends? No, it's like. Is it just? Oh, like location it's just like on. Yeah. You never use it. No. I mean, I I don't like 
see what you're up to. But like oh. for me, it was really stressful when you and Gaza wouldn't respond when I'm like, who has the car? Right. Where's the car? Right. And then now, like I found myself the other day knowing you went to the gym and I was like, <laughs> the gym is literally right down the street. So I'm going to open this app. <laughs> and then like I'll be able to tell if he's coming come by and little me got distracted with my with my times with myself time and I wasn't looking at the app that you were coming home and <laughs> I heard the door and Barry made noise and I could hear his little clinky collar and I was like ah! <laughs> and then you just walked in I was like hey <laughs> what's up <laughs> but I'm not ashamed of it like there's no reason to be ashamed of it like it's not like getting caught like yeah. I don't know yeah, it's been tough, though, for me to transition to, like, figuring out when. Because I do it <laughs> a lot. Often. Yep. It's part of my self-care routine. It's like skincare for me, but <laughs> on your vagina. Uh, okay, I want to read an amazing email that I got from a friend who would like to remain anonymous. But I actually pinged her for advice when we were moving in together because uh, I, she's just someone I really look up to. And I think she's done... Uh, wonderful things with her relationship and uh, every time I've gone over to her space it feels incredible and it feels very like neutral it feels like their place and so when I was asking her about it she reached out to her therapist actually and so she gave me one two three four five six seven bullet points that I want to read okay. and comment on uh, she has lived with two partners one for three years and then the one she's currently living with for over a year and the first relationship did not go the way she wanted it to. And she was able to learn a lot from the mistakes of that relationship uh, and use the learnings into her current one, which is amazing. Uh, so here's what she's learned. Be sure to designate areas that are independent areas, places where you by yourself without your partner can decorate or claim ownership. This can be a portion of the room or the entire room. Or if you have the space in your living area, it's really, really important as a visual to have your own space to be yourself. I built your entire music studio. <laughs> so even though that is your safe haven office, alone time, close the door, alone space, I want you to probably, like, I feel like that's a room that's going to evolve over time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really too much to do. So fortunately, like, I just don't have much stuff to, yeah. to do with. Mm -hmm. But, like, overall, yeah, that's, like, my space. Yeah. I have my little corner of my living room, which has my computer and like my succulent and books and essential oils and everything and that's where I go and I work every day and then my my roommate who lives with us is a professional interior designer by trade and so he's decorated pretty much the entire house and it is very gender neutral like this space like the living room doesn't even feel like my style right like I have a couple personal yeah. touches like of my frames and stuff but other than that like the bedroom, I feel like we've also done a good job at making it like a neutral color. Yeah. Like now that you have your own closets, like I feel like that space in particular has been built over the last two years because like when we would buy things, you would just buy it for my place because you spent so much time there. So like right. the bedding and like the mattress quality and yeah, it's great. Yeah, it feels like and the bathroom's not really like enough space to really claim as bathroom i kind of wish we had <sighs> miss your more. bathroom yeah jared has an amazing his and her sinks with a shower that could fit like seven people that was a great bathroom my bathroom sucks i think that's dead. one thing that i am missing is like my bathroom shower space. time like every 
I would go on like tour and then I'd come back and spend like an hour or two Ooh, in the shower. are going to come for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, come at me. I'm fine with that. I would <laughs> sh- like just like the shaving yeah. and the whole routine and like the mm-hmm. ritual of just like just cleansing myself. And it was mm-hmm. like now like with this with this this current bathroom's a little tougher. Um, I do need to hang that little mirror thing higher, higher somewhere I didn't, where I can. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I gotta find that. Um, I like to think of the bathroom as a place as a place that I'm not trying to spend a lot of time because I do love beauty stuff and like skincare and my hair. Like I could be in there forever, and now I feel like I'm in a place where like I even have my makeup set up somewhere else so that I can like go to a space and do my makeup and like the bathroom. I'm just like trying not to be in. Cause I don't want to like crowd that area. Cause it's already such a small place. So right. feels like a place I just brush my teeth and shit and not wash my hands. <laughs> Great. Number two, she says for shared spaces, discuss the style. Look who's contributing what beforehand. Sometimes we'll get into a situation where you move in and figure it out after. And it's way easier to do it beforehand when discussing desires for shared spaces. Be honest about what you want. Do you love a certain type of decor feel, a favorite pillow, a childhood photo you want hung up in the room? The last thing you want, and this happened to me in the prior relationship, is feeling like you've given up your identity and your partnership because you can't express who you are in your home. In my first relationship, I got into a situation where I was with someone who had very different home decor tastes than me, and I gave into everything they wanted, and I truly never felt like I had a home of my own in the three years we were together, even though I paid for most of it. Damn. I think we're lucky in that my roommate gets very nice furniture for very cheap because of his job and again like he did most of the decorating so i feel like we kind of like skirt skirted past that one yeah well i mean me moving in like i fortunately i don't care as much like i don't put as much value on decorating things and you just want to be comfortable i feel like Like, your whole thing is like if the bed isn't like if the chair isn't comfy don't buy the chair right um yeah i'm I'm a lot more of the experience and like the usability of things Mm -hmm. and being able to be lean and like you know minimalist. get rid of things minimalist so yeah, for me i could definitely take a page from your book on that <laughs> i have a hard time throwing things away yeah i give like inanimate objects feelings and you've names. done great jobs Thank condoing you. though i will say. this move helped me so much yeah, yeah. Did a lot. um Okay, discuss beforehand how you want bills to be split, rent paid, etc. Especially if a portion of the space will especially if the portion of the space will be used for working from home for one person but not the other in which one case one person may be paying higher rent than the other in my case she works from home so she pays a little bit more to cover the cost of like workspace and utilities but i feel like in our scenario we both work from home part time right (laughs) so it's kind of perfect i also need to get on your utility bill or something i'm gonna be venmoing you every month it actually comes up on the 18th well i need one though for myself for my you have to go take it yeah yeah we can do our business manager we have the the same business manager which is incredible yeah it works out so like if something needs to be paid i we both just ping her like jared owes me money like here (laughs) and she knows like how to delegate that which is great it's very nice Um, But yeah, that's a good point about bills being split. Like, I feel like she brings up a good point in that unless one person is substantially overusing another, like, for instance, if you were to bring the Tesla here and the charger here and I had my own car, I would be like, bitch, you're paying for the energy bill. Right. Like that charge is crazy. But because we split the car, it was obvious that it was a 50-50 split for all the utilities like Netflix and power and resources like our computers both use the same amount of source like i don't feel like 
I don't feel like much is going to change. We turn the AC off during the day. We only put it on to 65 at night because I need to sleep like a cold little ice cube. And, you know, I didn't feel like bills were going to change much. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't think I'm using that much stuff. Mm-mm. Right. I mean, maybe the electricity not really though no not really even the speakers and stuff that's not really that much electricity but yeah if you're not talking about that shit beforehand are you fucking crazy are you fucking out of your goddamn mind and the other did we talk about it though i mean like it was obvious no i mean well we never talked about it well i didn't think that we needed to we already split 50 50 everything anyways Right. right um i was gonna say another tricky thing is is if someone makes a lot more money and can afford, but like I feel like we generally land in the same ballpark as far as like paying for things and stuff. Whereas, like, if one of us were to take off this year in our careers, I think that conversation would come up where like we it would be more of like an ego conversation. Like, <laughs> ugh, I have to, like, you know, I have to be okay with accepting help, right? Kind of thing. Um, the other thing that they bring up a good point is like you don't want to ever feel like you owe someone something especially if you're in a shared space that's like uh your own the two of you like if you don't have a roommate like me where most of this stuff could be split between brian and i but like if you don't feel like anything's yours like you're kind of being held captive at someone else's space i feel like that would be dangerous so like i think i have to watch out for that because mm. i don't feel like this stuff is mine because I don't a lot feel like of it it's mine either. <laughs> isn't, yeah. But I also don't like feel like I have a lot of things. So it's Yeah, you didn't come not, you didn't have any like living room furniture to no, contribute because like no, your nothing. living room furniture yeah. wasn't yours anyways at the other well, place. We, well technically it's we just we got it cheap and we it's split not, it. Yeah, we split yeah. it all. So. You basically brought your bedroom over and you didn't even bring your bed because right. we have a bed that's bigger. All the art and everything that i bought for garbo is still there though i do want that art sweet right that's what i'm saying (sighs) that's so that's that staircase though the staircase art no one's gonna miss that yeah that's true my little i curated a little uh crying wall and it's what does that even mean the little memes the staircase of the you need to go into more detail you you can't just say i I curated a crying wall and expect people (laughs) to know what the fuck you're talking about. you know the kim kardashian meme where she's crying of course and her face is like so we have that one i have uh a one that is like um some statue that's crying i think it's like the statue of david statue of david and what was the other one i think it's an emoji right a crying emoji it was something else. I thought it was like Kanye or something. Maybe not. Oh, maybe. I don't know. And no, it might be Kanye. I don't know. Point is, that's cute art. We should get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, do not ever move in with someone romantically because it saves you money. This can lead to situations where subconsciously you feel trapped or more likely to stay in a relationship you couldn't shouldn't be in because of the fear of having to move out. And if you move in with someone... Always feel that you can leave. Take it from me, the two-week headache of finding a new place and moving out is far better than living and being with someone you shouldn't. A motherfucking men. I mean, like we said, money was definitely a part of it, but it was just like a perk, right? It. I think it. I think the money thing was like the catalyst to start thinking about yeah. it, and then it took a lot more for me to accept it wholly and knowing like this is something that I want to do and that this is something that is uh, the next stage in a relationship mm-hmm. and that 
it's something it's the next stage of an adventure in my life kind of yeah as opposed to like i'm also saving money like i don't think i'm yeah. really I, I didn't really care too much about that to be yeah with, i mean i'll be honest like i stress way more about money than you do and it is like i it's something i'm thinking about every day multiple times a day it's something that i think about uh i check accounts every day like it stresses me to no end and it's definitely because i am someone in the entertainment space that uh forward facing you would assume i make a butt ton of money based off of like following or the work i did at buzzfeed the fact that i had my own shows like and i don't i just don't i don't make what i think a lot of people think i do and so for me it's also like a comparison game like oh my co-worker who used to work at buzzfeed is now making this and like how am i not there yet or how do i maintain a comfort the life i have built for myself when i was making a lot of money uh for a certain period of time at buzzfeed and uh for me it was like freelance life is crazy like you know how the money can come and go and i think like when we were looking at places it was like I could use all of my savings to contribute to the idea of getting home, but then I have nothing to right. pay for more. Like it just money stresses me the fuck out. Yeah. End of sentence. I, I fully agree with that. And that's why I don't think about it as much as so you. we balance each other. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's, I, I, I take some time to do big picture planning and say like, okay, set it and forget it. And then I don't check back. Like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll get, we get, we both get the updates from our business manager of like how much we're spending and whatnot. But, um, you know, the yearly meetings of like planning generally how everything's going to go once that's all done and we have a a plan in place, then I can put my focuses on other things. Money's tough because if you're not salaried and you don't know what you're expected to make that year, like 1750 a month can be insane if you're not if like you don't work that much you know what I mean so it is tough but I think again like it's also something that keeps me grinding and keeps me hungry but now also knowing that like look at the end of the day if anything were to ever happen I've always had like my family you know what I mean like you've always had your saving like I wouldn't be out on the street but I wouldn't be happy about it right doing anything else we would yeah i mean this the worst case scenario is downgrading a little bit and it's like i feel like we're we're so lucky in such a situation that we have this freedom and flexibility to Mm -hmm. pursue our creative dreams Mm -hmm. and goals and And like that keeps us mentally sound and we have people like you guys yeah to support this you're literally paying our bills well i don't make any money off of the podcast actually uh sometimes we'll have an ad are you doing your patreon yet okay we've talked about patreon i asked you guys what you wanted and some of you were like hell yeah do it i want extra content and then some of you were like no how dare you take away something that you've been giving us for free and then expect us to like just willy-nilly move over and be able to afford it because i know not everyone has change and like I don't want to ever withhold from you, but I think it would be cool if we could set up like a little Venmo or like something where people, if they wanted to just donate, you know, a dollar every time you listen. That's what I do for my music. It's great. Yeah. And like, honestly, all it is, is it helps me pay, uh, Brooke, who's our incredible co-producer who 
does all helps me with like social media and topics and making assets and you know uh, quality control of listening to each episode making sure I don't say dumb shit like I need to make her life uh, worth it instead <laughs> of helping here and then also to promote like we're doing our first live show in London this year that's gonna be self-funded uh, I do I you literally self-produce the entire time yeah like yeah. I have I do all the editing. I do, we, you know, we bought all this she equipment. She grinds, guys. Yeah. You guys don't see this, but she grinds. Like, it's her I whole also day. I grind coffee. She I love grinds coffee. the coffee. Yeah. yeah. She does it. What's your, what's your Venmo handle? What, what, what is it? I'm, I'm, I'm plugging Kelsey you here. Kelsey-Dara. Kelsey-Dara. Is mine. If you guys appreciate anything Aww. that she does, just send whatever you think is, she's, is worth, she's worth. <laughs> please don't send me whatever you think i'm worth because if you send me 50 (laughs) cents i will cry okay um i love this tip this is great keeping a simple excel sheet of what items are individually owned slash co-owned during move-in and setting up a place together sometimes one partner may feel they are contributing financially more than the other and it's good to have a record to make sure things are even i think that's really smart in like tangible things like if you bought a coffee table together, you mark down like I paid for this or we 50 50 it or like just having a fucking record in an Excel sheet that you can open in your phone, in your Google Drive that you can pop back into. God forbid if anything happens where like no one carries paper receipts these days. It would be such a pain in the ass to have to go back and look at your credit card receipts like just add it. If a big purchase comes through, if like you guys buy a TV together or, you know, whatever, even like I don't know, you know. I don't know. You know, I feel that. Yeah. I feel like we didn't need to do Do that. We do that. No, because there was nothing. We just had, we didn't really have stuff. Well, like like your stuff is your stuff. stuff And my stuff is my stuff. stuff. We, I think this is more important if you're building a place together. Like we will probably do that whenever we move out. Like a real place. place. Yeah. Yeah. A real place as if this is fake. Okay. (laughs) This is also great advice. The thing that no one wants to hear is that, You need to make an agreement for the protocol if a breakup occurs. It's just a precaution, but it's important to help you feel secure if something crazy should happen. Who will move out? Who will break the lease? If you have to break the lease, it's always better to be protected. And if your partner loves you, they should understand. A good way to enter this conversation is something like, hey, I know it's something we don't want to talk about, but, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. I just briefly want to discuss what happens uh, with our home and belonging if we decide to end the relationship. I want to feel 100% about this big decision to move in together, and this will help me feel safe knowing we can talk about things like this as partners. I'm glad you brought that up, Kelsey. I mm. think uh, that I should stay here and you <laughs> move out, and I'll keep all this stuff. So yeah, you're going to take care of the cats? I'll take care of the cats. Can I catch it? Barry, Barry. take walks. Yeah, you're going to yeah. take them on walks? <laughs> um, I love this. I think even like deeper... If you are moving in together and you aren't comfortable bringing up a conversation of breaking up, stop shaking the table with your foot, uh, that you should not be moving in together. Like if you can't talk about what ifs scenarios, I don't think you're as close as you think you are and you shouldn't be able to move in together. So I think like, you know, if we were to break up. Yeah, I'd move up. Yeah, you'd get like, your own I place. I don't have, I mean, literally, it wouldn't, things wouldn't really change that much. And I feel like I might not even want to live here after we've, like, shared a space for so long that I might want to be, like, fresh and fun and flirty, too, and, like, go get a fucking bachelorette pad on the beach Sad. and just fuck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Last but not least, moving in together should be fun, but also know it requires work, love, and change. It's the next big step in a relationship, and one where you get to know each other in new and unexpected ways and can truly be phenomenal with the right person. 
Aw. That's sweet. That's this person sweet. put like such good. They really did. Is this just somebody that wrote in? No. Oh, no. Who did you... I wasn't listening. I'm not going to tell you because it's anonymous. They want to remain anonymous. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Um, so to that person, they know who they are. Thank you so much. This was like exactly what this episode needed was the structure to follow and talk about. And this is such great advice. I'm a little bit harsher. This person's very kind. I'm like, do what's best for you. Do or die. Big moment. Ugh. Like, I'm not practical. I'm emotional. So, like, as big of a deal as this was internally, mentally for me, the fact that it was with someone that is literally the perfect yin to my yang of, like, balance and support. Like, I already told this story on the other podcast, but, like, I was shitting my brains out last night. <laughs> my ass was on fire. I literally thought I was going to have to take you to the emergency room and, like, Knowing I could literally just be like, babe, I need you, please. And you came in and like hugged me while I shit my brains out was like, I don't know. I think I might have called an ambulance last night if you, you weren't here. Yeah, you you were on the verge of panic. Yeah. You, no, I, I was I, panicking. Yeah. yeah, I think you said like you were like freaking out. Yeah. And, and it I, was like a proper panic. And like hopefully it, it was able to calm you down. A little you absolutely bit. calmed me down. I mean, yeah. like and the, just like support in other ways. Right. Like, you know when we would come home before and we would have to wait till we were together to like, kind of be like, Oh, here's my grievance with this thing or the day. But now it's literally like, I just open your door and I'm like, Hey, <laughs> what happened with this Amazon or box? Where'd it go? Like, I don't know. I just, I was so terrified of commitment and relationships and like losing my independence and like none of that mattered at the end of the day like no, it was so easy and obvious and like I just don't like I still get that like stomach drop feeling when I think too hard about it because I'm like oh my god like what did I do <laughs> but it also has been like the easiest thing in my life I've ever done has been loving you damn <laughs> put that on a fucking bumper sticker and ship it <laughs> Wow. Ship it, send it. It's been the easiest thing I've ever Make done. Make like in my a life. meme out of that or something. Yeah. That was wow. Beautiful. Even I the wish hard, I could hard say times. the same thing, but what? you've already said it. Oh <laughs> get it. No, seriously. You are incredible. You're the love of my life. I know. I love, you. I love you too. And this will be an adventure. I mean, who knows? Maybe in six months I'll be doing like we broke up. Here's why. <laughs> like like I said, I don't know if this helped. I think this email definitely had a lot more like tangible advice. But as far as what we were able to accomplish here, just know that Jared leaves insane skid marks and that I yeah, uh, am a fucking OCD control freak. And that is diagnosed. So don't come for me, Internet. She doesn't um, Okay, well, uh, I did say we were going to talk about resolutions very quickly. I thought this was kind of fun. Oh. I know that this episode is coming out way after New Year's, but on New Year's Eve, we got little colored pieces of paper, and we just wrote down words and symbols that we wanted to bring in to the New Year hardcore, whether it just was like something that reminded us really of a positive mine. thing. Yeah, yours looks like just a blank just piece white. of paper. <laughs> um, so I wanted to read off a couple of mine. Uh, I said independence, which is funny. Um, Showtime. Uh, body health. I wrote your dreams matter, which I think is really sweet. Oh. I wrote love, positivity, make them laugh. Stay hungry, support, create, and then in big capital letters, do the work. 
And so this is on my fridge. And then like every morning when I get my cold brew, I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh, and then I also wrote Barry in family. Where'd you put Barry? Right there. I couldn't see it because I wrote it in yellow and the paper's yellow. And then I also wrote family. Didn't I write Jared on here somewhere? (laughs) Oh, no, I wrote love. That was us. Love, yeah. Share yours. Sure. I wrote in big 2020 in the middle. um, I had uh, love, fitness, collaboration, tunes, (laughs) ideate, which means just come up with ideas. Thank you. I like ideating. Uh, Connect people. Grind. Code. I'm looking to code. Yeah, Yeah, starting to code a little bit. Piano. Also, giving giving that a shot. That's that's a little tougher. How's that been going? Not great. Okay. But that's cool. Resolutions are so super. These aren't resolutions. These are just positive words. Just things like to remind me of things to to do. Mashup per day. That was something I just wrote a little later. You wanted to make one mashup per day. Yeah, just making a new thing per day because I I, I, creating every day. It's it's easy to make these little mashups, but I, I. a lot of times just do it all at once and I get tired of it yeah. as opposed to just like the quick little like oh, mm-hmm. let me just make one something. a day. So I made one today. It was like, that was yeah. great. That was and that was fun. like today. We, I shot three podcasts today. Yeah, you And it was it just today. like, just do it, you know, yeah. just fucking send it, ship it. Send it. Um, love of my it. life, heart of my heart. Uh, corazón. Where can people find you if you want to be found? At Cap Slap, K-A-P-S-L-A-P. I'm going to be releasing some new music coming mm-hmm. up. In, I've been uh, hearing it bump, and it sounds dope. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are, I mean, it's we're not there yet, but <laughs> my spring break mix 2020 is going to be heat, as they but say. Your spring break mixes are kind of like your your thing. Like yeah, people, people know, know me for my spring break, for your spring break mixes. Yeah. Uh, where can people listen? On Spotify, on Capslap oh, Mixes? Anything. You just search Capslap Mixes on any podcast platform. You can find all of the mixes there. And if you yes. want the original music, it's just on Spotify. Just Capslap. K-A-P-S-L-A-P. Um... I always end this the same way, you guys. You already know. Rate this. Add us at Confidently Pod. Make sure you're following that because we do giveaways motherfucking galore, galore, galore. Uh, seriously, I feel like we've done a giveaway like every episode, either on the Instagram or here. Uh, make sure you can write us an email at confidentlyinsecurepodcast at gmail.com. Guys, I am Kelsey Dara. Share this with a friend. Give yourself some love that you made it into another decade. If you already gave up on your resolutions, who cares? They're trash. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about them. I think they're stupid. I think the fucking holiday New Year's Eve is so stupid. Um, And you know what? Just get ready for a wonderful, fun year of podcasting because I really want to make this one uh, great. And I'm so excited for this live show. We're going to be in Europe in May and June. So be ready for some fun podcast episodes out uh, overseas too. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.